episode 336 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. This week, we're geeking out about the Grammys. Like, actually, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> uh, some actual information on the DCU. I'm geeking out about Tekken 8, just saying. I'm just kidding. Tekken, okay. That wasn't in the Grammys. <laughs> based but... for that. <laughs> and uh, kind of in a weird way, Wallace and Gromit. These are weird things. Yes. Teases. Yes, yes sir oh my they gosh. will all make sense soon enough before we get into the podcast the level up events march 3rd and 4th really really excited we announced we've announced three people at this point of um when this debuts when this podcast comes out so we've got i don't want to reveal the last two um but we have doug jones so cool yeah actor played um silver surfer, silver surfer and sapien sapien in hellboy mm-hmm. and billy butcherson it's probably his most recent thing billy butcherson in focus focus so you know he played billy butcherson in the original one too yeah yeah that's crazy i didn't even super cool like he's he's been in the industry for a long time mm-hmm. in roles that people probably don't even know he's been in too like it's it's yeah it's he's cool. very much like he does like, I didn't know about Sapien. I would have had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he always has some kind of stuff on him. Some kind of costume. He's a, yeah, like a month. He's a very big month. Like, yeah, costume actor kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of voice cool. actors. You you don't really notice all yeah. the things that they're in until you look it up. You're like, wait a second. You're in. It's well, like that's Matt like, Mercer um, and Fire Emblem. You're just like, why are you every and, side character? Oh, yeah. And I think it was Lawrence Fishburne. It was even Lawrence Fishburne that voiced Silver Surfer. Was it Lawrence Fishburne? Uh, I thought it was. Uh huh. Unless somebody That's... else. I was thinking it was the Darth Vader voice. I can't remember his name off the top of my James head. James Earl Jones? No, uh, yeah, it was Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Lawrence Fishburne? That's cool. Anyway, but still, Doug Jones is Silver Surfer. Yeah, Doug Jones made that character come alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, he'll be speaking at the event. We're really, really excited about it. He's That's cool. basically going to go uh, in on his life as a Christian in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to meet him a week later at our local Comic Con too, so I'm going to tell him that everybody said what's up and about the event. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Heather Tapp, who is from Liquid Team Liquid. Yeah. Yes. Broken. Really, yep. really excited about that one. Uh, and I'm trying to think because I haven't actually, as recording this, I haven't really seen things <laughs> yet, and I don't remember the order that I'm putting them all in. Um, but Tony Talaveras of Nerd of, God Nerd of Godcast. I love Tony T. Dude is awesome. Yeah. I love that whole group. There, there's some really good people there. Good lineup so, we got going here. It's yes. so cool. And there's two more. Um, I guess one of them I'll just announce because one of them is me, and it's like meh. So you got one more tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like one of them is me, and it's like, I'm like uh, oh, that would be self- like big reveal. It's Cody. Uh, Self deprecation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's there's one more I'm really really excited about, but I'm not gonna say it on here just because we're going to announce it tomorrow on all mm-hmm. the social platforms, and uh, yeah, it's really really cool. We're really really excited about all of it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, you guys hear me speak every week, <laughs> but really excited. So level up event for you if you don't know what it was, if you weren't listening last week, it is going to be a virtual conference 
on twitch.tv slash Grace. On those days, we'll have those speakers. Um, I think it's two on Friday and then three on Saturday. And it's just different ways to level up your faith in some way. And it doesn't matter if you uh, have been a Christian for years uh, or if you don't even know what Christianity Christianity is all about. Um, there'll be something, I hope, for you to gain from it, mm-hmm. um, regardless of where you're at in that walk. Um, I, I just want to say it is cool to see it come together, especially like now that I'm not on the board. But it's so cool, like how we talked about this before, like, oh, what could a vir- some kind of virtual conference look like? And, and yeah. now we've been talking about this like for over two years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe even longer. I think it came up before COVID. LJ, I think you had brought it up. And then... Yeah. Well, I, um, I had some I had some friends that did a virtual photography uh, virtual conference and it was really awesome. And oh, I was like, yeah. we need to, I was like, we need to take this idea and run with it and do our own thing. And this is, this is what that idea came to be. And mm-hmm. you, you've been working your butt off uh, getting it together. So it's yes, awesome. thank you. I have been, we've been working on it since October. Um, and I had put in a lot of the legwork. I not to sound too, too prideful. No, and you have, and that's why, I, and that's why I wanted to, that's why I wanted to give you the, you know, the, yeah, it the, has been a lot of work and I'm the recognition for it. These are always for me, a uh, little inside baseball, I guess, for everybody before we get into the show. Uh, for me, it's always kind of, it, it, it's a lot up to the point of it happening. And so uh, there'll be a fair bit of like stress, I guess, getting there. Uh, but then when we get to hit play, when it starts, oh, yes. um, it's so <laughs> incredibly rewarding to me. Having, having managed a couple of pledge drives myself, I'm just like, it's anxiety inducing all the way up to like the weekend itself. Yeah. And just and feel kind of like you get to it go. It happens uh... and it's just, you get, you get to watch it kind of unfold. Uh, yeah. It's almost like setting up a, uh, like a floor full of dominoes and then you finally get to hit it and you get to watch the whole like domino thing, like come together. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. what it feels like. But anyways, mm-hmm. we're going to show March 3rd and 4th. Uh, we have one more announcement tomorrow and then we'll have the lineup and then I should have a schedule coming out pretty soon um the schedule is not figured out yet partly because we're, we're still working on it but i also am working on getting some um twitch streamers that are not our own to come play games with us um we haven't figured out what we're gonna play yet or not but it'll be a good time it's fun so we'll have not just these speakers but we'll have guest twitch streamers as well awesome yeah it's gonna be fun uh yeah that said i haven't played any video games because i've been doing this so go ahead, Andre. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, so I've been playing a few things, and I believe most of the stuff that I'm going to mention, of, I'm still working at. Um, I've been playing uh, Dead Space still. Um, I was trying to beat it before Hogwarts Legacy came out, and I've gotten close. I'm still going to try to knock it out. I'm on chapter 7 of 12. No, actually, did I go to... I may have gotten to 8 or 9. I think I got to chapter 9. So it's like I'm on my way there to finishing Dead Space, and it is, it is kind of like looking at like Final Fantasy VII and Last of Us Part One and stuff like that. And there's, I think remakes and stuff like that. There's just these games are setting a new bar for what a remake looks like, and Dead Space is definitely That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's this weird feeling like I know what I'm playing like from back in the day, but it's just like it's the the, the changes are significant enough to where it's they're they're literally they literally changed some outdated mechanics and just outdated like objectives um which is cool yeah, so i recommend the same, like feel 
right? Yes. Which is yep. like very good. Yep. Very cool. A, a, a good example is uh, there was a this one segment where you get in this seat to shoot down asteroids. And like it was complicated, it was got it was difficult for console players because of like you know using the stick and having to aim at the asteroids. But what they did was, instead, you actually go out into space, and you basically set the ADS like the anti like asteroid stuff. You basically Isaac calibrates it to his suit, and you point at the asteroids and basically like aim at them to shoot them like to calibrate them. And it's just kind of neat like that change instead of it being this dumb shooting minigame you're using the mechanics that you already know and have learned so it's 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 cool it's very intuitive um let's see uh the other thing actually i um i checked out for the first time is undisputed it is the one of the first boxing games aside from like vr we've had in like 12 years since fight night champion um it's in early access still a lot to um a lot they need to work on there, but it's really cool. It's really nice to just have a new one of those. Um, since UFC has kind of dominated the like fighting like sports games. Actually, the Fight Night devs went to work on UFC, but this is from an indie developer, and they've got actual fighters in there like uh, Devontae Wilder, Tyson Fury, Canelo, and stuff like that. Just a lot of I don't, which is awesome. Like WBC and the other boxing like companies have are like supporting it and like you getting those they're getting those box boxer like likenesses and licenses for them to be in there and it's really cool a um, lot more to come there huh undisputed was oh undi- is that undisputed is is a movie but it's different it's, it's just the title okay. of a no 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 huh. <laughs> um but that would be neat if they got because yeah, <laughs> like, i oh, think that's sense. oh what's his name the actor that played spawn um i know he, i think he was in it um but yeah um but it's a cool little early access boxing game and it's me being a fighting game fan and being into that like i've can't think of how many like fights i've watched like in the last year being like oh i just want a new boxing game and i'm like here it is (laughs) this is it so it's gonna be fun to see it develop and then um i'm gonna mention that uh, i mentioned how into power wash simulator i was (laughs) when i mentioned um it came it dropped on switch okay um so i'm like i'm i was like i'm straight up taking backlog golf points for this because i already know that i'm gonna play it even more on my switch and a little tidbit of news along with the tomb raider stuff they announced that um there's going to be a final fantasy 7 um level where you can basically just power wash midgard or yeah mid midgar all of midgar because that's a lot of power so cool no no but uh so fun (laughs) Uh, yeah, so it's just a, like there's a mansion yeah, so, in uh, the district. I can't remember what it was called. What if you? Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't see exactly what the details were, but I haven't tried the Tomb Raider stuff yet because the Tomb Raider stuff is up now. But I'm just like, yeah. So the connection is there because I've realized that Square Enix actually publishes this game. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, like I guess they have the ability to use those things. That's um, so random. But maybe I'll give an update when that comes out <laughs> and just, uh, but it's like, it runs so good on Switch and it's just like, oh yeah, like I'm, this is a game I'm literally going to spend time on the couch with. Like, um, and I've already, it was my most played Xbox game last year. So it's really good on Switch if you have not played it. And if you're into weird simulator games, so it doesn't really that's say it. That's here. A, I'm looking at it like an article to see. It doesn't really say, it just says it's coming, huh? Yeah. Final Fantasy 7. 
Yeah, because like Tomb Raider specifically, it's like, oh, that's Croft Manor. Like that's yeah. that's an easy one to yeah. I could see but... it being the uh or if you go to the slums, you power wash the slums and make them look nice. Or the like the reactor, one of the Mako reactors. Yeah, yeah. man, that's just such a cool like idea. There's <laughs> is that mansion in the like where he goes and dresses to look uh with the dress and everything. Ooh, wall market yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, Ooh. That they could do like a bunch of just like like give us a map pack or something. Oh, that's. I want to watch on. Chocobo. <laughs> um, that'd be great. Chocobo. I want a Chocobo washing simulator. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. I just want a Chocobo pet simulator now. That sounds amazing. Oh, that'd be legit. Yep, that'd be that. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's that's on there if you want to check that out so, so cool. it's also on game it's also on game pass like i literally didn't need to buy this game but i'm like <laughs> it's on switch like so anyway that's what i've been up to that's awesome what about you shelly um so i've been playing more spirit fair just trying to get through my backlog golf i've been playing more spirit fair and also wobble dogs um so again just trying to get through my backlog a little bit bit by bit so, i feel like spirit next... fair, i feel like i'm spirit not Fair-y. even close to doing that game I feel like it's, it's a really good game. It's great, but I, I feel like I still kind of wish there was still even a little bit more direction. I kind of get to a point where I'm like, okay, cool. I you know, have these characters in my boat and I need to go to these places, but I can't go to these places yet because I don't have the upgrades and I just don't have enough money mm-hmm. to go get the upgrades. And it's not, I mean, there are ways to just grind for money. But I don't really yeah. want to. So I'm basically <laughs> just having to figure out what to do um, in that game. But it's still it's still great. It's still very cute, very mm-hmm. wonderful in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm just, I'm a little impatient with it. I'm impatient with a lot of <laughs> games. And I'm particularly imp- impatient with a lot of quote-unquote cozy games. Um, they're wonderful mm. and they're amazing. But I tend to get really impatient because I need like mm. a direct goal most of the time oh. i can only entertain myself for so long in a lot of these games um and usually this is a game that gives me enough direction that i'm like okay i know what i'm doing stardew valley even is actually similar where it's, I, I i struggled a lot because it was um like many other farming sims but once i really really started focusing on the community center i'm like okay cool i have a direction mm. i have something I, i'm you have a goal. for i have a goal exactly I, that, I need that's a- why like survival games are tough for me or like yeah. minecraft is tough mm-hmm. for me because it's like there's yes. there's no real goal like yes I agree. I'm just fighting starvation and like other things, you know. Like it's just <laughs> yeah, I fully yeah. agree. And um, unless you have like you're a very creative person who loves mm-hmm. to again like create things, like in Minecraft, if you like have a goal for mm-hmm. like this castle or even Stardew Valley, happy goal of yep. making this beautiful aesthetic farm. That's amazing. I'm mm-hmm. not that person, so right. Um, I think that's why so I'm struggling with yeah. Sonic Frontiers, is oh, because there's stuff yeah. to do, but it's just like the open world. everywhere. There's yeah. no like, that, real main. That game feels way more padded or, or something because like when I streamed it for like two hours, I felt like I made no progress. Like, mm-hmm. When yeah, I did you're it just for kind of so I'm just like fine. I'll you know I'll play this later. But I'm just like yeah, yeah like it's it was weird. I think games I can be difficult when you can't feel that progress. And I think mm-hmm. Spear Fair. I even had another one of my um, passengers pass on. Right, because that's what the mm. game is about—is you you take on these spirits yeah. who need to pass on into the next life, um, and yeah. you help them through that. So I actually did get another character to do that. So in that way, I was like, okay, cool, I am progressing. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I guess I just need to keep going at it, and I will, and I will finish it. Yeah. I will, and it's still a really good game. 
but um, yeah. The other game I played, I'd never played before, but I was invited to play by uh, Design Frame. He's a YouTuber. He does lots of fun um, videos just sort of breaking down good game design or bad game design, just game design in general. Mm-hmm. What makes something really good and what makes something really bad. Um, and I'm part of a Discord and he invited me. He's like, hey, do you want to play a round of Goose Goose Duck with me and my friends? So I'm like, yes, absolutely. Um, and Goose Goose Duck, it's free on Steam. And Ooh. it's basically like Among Us. Ooh. Very, very similar to Among Us. Um, it's another social deduction game where you... Um, you're either Deduction. a goose, which is a regular innocent, uh, I guess, bird. I was going to mm. say person, but you're a bird. Um, or <laughs> you're a duck, and that's like the imposter, right? The ducks are trying to kill the geese. Um, but what's cool about uh-huh. Goose Goose Duck is uh, the maps and settings were very fun. So the one that we played on was in this town. You had to like go talk to the mayor, and you had to go talk to the policeman. You had to find clues and evidence, so it felt very like story-based. Whereas Among Us is still obviously great. But um, I feel like Mungus is always very thematic of you are, you know, astronauts or you're, you are working on your spaceship, right? And you're actively working on your spaceship and trying to fix it. Whereas this game, it was like, oh, you're in a town and you're trying, you already know that there's like murders out there and you're trying to figure out who the murderers are. <laughs> you're trying to find the ducks um, and you do little It sounds like a hybrid of like Mafia and Among Us or something. Like Yeah. So, and, and it was fun. So it was cool too, again, that sort of sets apart from Among Us. I know a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Among Us mods that add different like, oh. roles and things to the game, where, uh, as Goose Goose Duck has a lot of that built in. So we got to play with roles just from the get-go, which was very cool, because I've never played mm. with roles. I've never, um, done that, so, um, that was I'm really fun, and I think we're gonna play... Huh? I'm, like, looking through images. Would you check inventory? And I'm looking at, like, it looks like Among Us art. But yeah. Goose, geese, is that it? Similar as it's some, very similar to Among Us. In art <laughs> style too. Uh, I think so. Okay. I guess I don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, hard to do on the podcast. There's that, and then there's this like very. Oh, it's it's, uh, it's the looking. first one. It should the be first the first one, one on you top. see on Steam. Steam. Because then there's Untitled Goose Game, but that's something. Right, that's definitely that's what looking at. So that's Maybe fun, that's and fun. honestly, it could be really fun if. Oh, this one play... looks very Among Us. I think yes. this is it. Yes, almost definitely. Like I. It's heavily inspired by. It's a fun okay. party game cool. if you want. If you played Among Us, you want something slightly different. Uh, that looks like unashamed of yeah. being Among Us. Also, inspired. it allows for more players. I don't know the max on Among Us anymore, but we could uh, get one single game up to 16 players, which was cool. We didn't play with 16 players, but um, the potential is there, right? So mm-hmm. we're gonna. I think we're going to play. I think we scheduled some other time to play, but uh, well, I tried that game for the first time. Yeah, it looks awesome. If you play it for 20 hours, you can get a point on Backlog Golf for it. For 20 hours, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do with Wobble Dogs, because I do not think there's an end credits. What's um, Wobble Dogs? Wobble Dogs? Have I not talked about uh-huh. Wobble, Wobble Dogs on the podcast? I don't remember. I don't it's think... like very chaotic um, Nintendogs, kind of. Oh, <laughs> what? And okay. it's like physics engine mayhem. And you make these dogs that just look so dumb. Did this come to funny? This might have come to Game Pass or something. It probably did. So today I made a huge dog, really big dog. I also made a dog that had the tiniest freaking head ever, and I got achievements for it. 
This game looks like an acid. This game looks like an acid trip. Yeah, basically. And I just chill out, listen to music or whatever um, when when playing. So no, Wild Dogs is pretty fun. I'm over ten hours in that game. I think I'm at eleven hours. So I think I'm get that twenty hour achievement eventually, or the twenty hour backlog off of it. Anyway, that's what I played. We can move. All right. Nice. We will get into the gaming news then. I did forget. I did play more Chain Echoes. Still playing that, I guess. Yeah. I. It's getting more like mentions out there. Like it seems like more people are like figuring out what it is. Because my boss actually asked me what it is the other day. I think he started playing it. Yeah. And I'm uh, like, oh, I'm like, we've been talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't have really much more to say about it. It's yeah. like everything that I've said so far. It did make me laugh like hysterically. Um, <laughs> on the on the stream the other day <laughs> he had a question about the thief or something and was asking if like the cho- certain choices you made as the thief i guess mattered or something okay yeah i don't know i don't know if there's i don't know if there's like a thief in there or something yes, but he asked me thief. about it he asked me about it and i'm like i have no idea i've never played so <laughs> there is a thief it's like a very like it's very much like a D party like, nice you've got a mercenary who's like basically a fighter and then you have a cleric. Um, I'm trying to think of D and D words terms. Um, <laughs> the thief, like a rogue, and then there's a bard, literally a bard. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah, he plays anyway. music. It's, it's fun. Cool. Um, but rated M for mature, and I don't know why yet. Mm-hmm. Besides the crazy, <laughs> just waiting. I feel like I've overhyped myself to where. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with. Uh, we talked about this recently. Your line, April. Overhyped myself. Thought the worst mm-hmm. was going to happen. Never did. Yeah. Right, anyways. <laughs> gaming news. Yeah. So, first piece of news is um, there's a lot of games of service stuff shutting down recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- the first one that I actually meant to put it in the news a few weeks ago, but I couldn't remember what it was, but... Avengers is kind of the first one. That's not a free-to-play game, but that was kind of the first one that kind of started this chain reaction. And I, I was like, so that game had... you paid money for it, and then it's gonna be. Yeah, and it like I that game had its issues, but I still found fun in it. Like I played with my brother a bit, and um, but anyway, that was like the first one to kind of go down. Um, these the other two that are specifically mentioned here. Which I've played both of them and I've tried both of them and I there there was a lot to one of the ones I actually had high hopes for was um so the first one is Knockout City I'm sure a lot of people know that one um uh, it's basically the dodgeball game that kind of looked Fortnite ish like with their art style mm-hmm. I I know I streamed it on on our own Twitch channel like a couple times and I, I had a lot of fun with it um they eventually EA I think um published it for a while and then they split away from EA. And kind of tried it on their own. And so that's shutting down. Um, the other one that like I was hyped for up until it actually came out and I kind of realized I didn't care was Rumbleverse. And Rumbleverse was, um, I probably talked about it on the podcast. Um, yes. Basically, it was basically a Fortnite, but it was like wrestling and like fighting themed, right? And like I liked the gameplay, but it just, it didn't, <clears throat> it didn't really have a unique style and it just didn't really have anything that kind of <clears throat> made it stand out. Like it was kind of, kind of meh. But I, I thought it was fun. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of... Apex Mobile is also going down, shutting down. Yes, so Apex Mobile is one of those, too. Um, I think EA is... I think they're ending most of their mobile efforts. 
Um, I guess there was a Battlefield mobile in there somewhere, but yeah, Apex Legends was, and I guess it did super well last year when it came out or yeah, something. Yeah, it's really crazy to me. Um, I think it's only nine months old. Like, it's not even like a full year old yet. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like, it's, to me, it's just like, um, and then another one of my, my games I really enjoyed even before this, Splitgate, actually, like they, I guess they're working on another thing but even they were like yeah like we're gonna stop development but we're still leaving servers up um it's just kind of like it's it's hard to fight for people's attention with these games because everybody's they want to be the next Fortnite, they want to be the next call of duty or whatever you know like you want people to play your game and hold on to it like um i kind of got into some research stuff about uh i've been hearing people talk like throw shade at multiverses recently which was my favorite game last year obviously um mm-hmm. but of that game it seems like it's even struggling um because there's a lot of dedicated players on there and uh i know the pc uh steam numbers in particular just tanked but the, all the players that are still playing it are like hardcore like and it's it is cross play but like even that game like i'm worried for multiverses now too because like that game took off too when it came out but now it's just like nobody's playing anymore. So it's just kind of like, I don't want multiverses to be next. Like I really want, I've wanted that game to succeed, but I don't, I hope it doesn't die as well. So yeah, it's just, you can't beat Fortnite. You can't beat Call of Duty. You can't beat, I mean, like Apex is still up there. Um, but there's just all these games, the service games and these MMOs that people are playing. And if you're coming up with a new one, like you better have the chops to like, you better have a good plan to keep people's attention. Like Halo Infinite is another one that's kind of like those guys are trying so hard to keep people's attention, but they're just, their stuff isn't that great. And at least as far as like their collaborations and their battle passes and stuff and games and services. Back uh, to like the lack of ownership too. Of mm-hmm. like, it's just crazy to me that that's a game that you'll never play again. Like that won't be. Yeah. Yeah. You're not getting that back in like ten years on a console in a virtual console situation. Yep. Yep. Um, you couldn't even emulate that if you wanted to. It's just yeah. Gosh. It's weird. Yep. And it's like I'm glad I never spent because there was nothing I cared to spend money on with like Rumbleverse, uh, Rumbleverse or whatever. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. Knockout money and then you don't get it. Knockout City had like a TMNT collab, I think, too, or something like that. And Avengers, mm-hmm. like I, that was a game I literally bought. Like, and I'm just like, dang, like it's delisted. Or it's going to be delisted. Avengers has up until like September, I think. So they're staying a while. But they're basically giving all the skins, like all the collabs they did from the movies, like they're giving everything away right now just to like let people just, you know. Um, yeah, it's just, man, it's uh, it's tough out there for games of service. Um, the Fortnites and the Call of Duties and things like that are just like you're not going to beat them, you know, like. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of crazy. I'm just like I appreciated these things for trying, but it's like oh they're they're going away now. So yeah. Anyway, um, let me move on um, to some much cooler news. Tekken Eight has an update with a new character. Uh, well, not a new character. Uh, Nina Williams is a character that's been in the franchise for years, but they revealed her. Um, they also revealed new mechanics. Uh, one of them being what's called a heat gauge, and basically when you're when you're able to activate it, it's basically like an like an aggro kind of thing. Like you can basically beef up and do more aggressive c- combos and 
block breaks and stuff like that and just kind of like basically like push basically just kind of push the fight you know and kind of go on the offensive so it sounds it sounds neat it's uh it sounds like it'll shake up things pretty cool um but i'm excited that uh they also announced a closed a closed alpha for the game which tells me that we're probably not going to get tekken until if it's if they're doing an alpha we're probably not going to get tekken until towards the end of the year for fall maybe um eddie gordo i don't want it I'm sure it, we. I don't think they've showed him yet, but I'm sure they will. Eddie Eddie Gordo is a popular popular yeah. character, so they'll probably bring him back. Um, He's but my I'm favorite excited. spam character of any game. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just excited to get on the ground floor of this thing because, like Tekken Seven, like I'm surprised I did as decent as I could getting into that because Tekken Seven's been out for years, but this is it's brand new, so it's like I'm excited to just get in with a lot of new other players so and you then know, it's um, ran away from a gala and threw a code on quick and <laughs> yeah. a little confused <laughs> i think in second seven i think she one of her costumes is literally like or one of her main costumes is literally a wedding dress <laughs> but she is like this assassin character um, like she's into like a gala look a dress and then just like a leather mm-hmm. coat yep that doesn't match yeah interesting i think she <laughs> I think she works for like Hihachi or something, or like what you know, the big corporate, one of the big corporations in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, um, but yeah, so that's I'm excited for that. Obviously, um, the third piece of news is kind of cool, but also confusing. Looking at these nom- looking at these nominations, uh, I thought I'm even more disappointed. Apparently, Assassin's Creed Valhalla won the Grammy for which is which is a first category best soundtrack slash score in a video game which or sure for like video bad, but i really don't remember any music from valhalla so the nominees i saw in there were assassin's creed aliens colonial or, or, or colonial marine no no it's a uh, aliens fire team which was austin wintery he was like nominated for like journey one year or whatever like so he's like a prominent name mm-hmm. for video game soundtracks then there was some, a couple other random games, and then what made me more mad is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game, is on there <laughs> as a nomination. And to me, like that, that game, like they had uh, the composers, like the who made the soundtrack, they literally formed their own little band just to make original music for the game. Like Whoa. there's literally the fictional band Star Lord is it's called Star Lord, mm-hmm. and they have like awesome. It's like '80s like hair metal. But it's yeah. all original. But it's like space, you know, like space themed, like eighties hair metal, and it's great. Um, it and I'm like, man, like that should have got it. Like that's yeah. that made me an, more Elden annoying. Ring was such a good soundtrack. But I mean, yeah. even like, so I'm just like, there's there's something the, going on. The Guardians like, of the Galaxy. In my mind, it's most. just like all the Grammys, like big wigs, got in a room together. Uh-huh. They were like, did anyone play a video game? What yeah. What is a video game? Okay, let's look it up really quick. Yeah. <laughs> My grandson played Valhalla. Yep. And then they were yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll work. I remember there yeah. was a song on there. So. And then they're, they're like, oh, remember this guy? Remember this guy, Austin Wintry? He was in in the Grammys for like a uh, you know for a one point. Let's throw his one of his in there. Oh my gosh. And like yeah. they just. Ah oh, man. Right yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah, Maybe award shows are. Yeah, but I'm just like, man, like, y'all didn't even, the one that actually, like, deserved it, like, 
the one that like yeah i just oh, like they put in so much work into like this original soundtrack that didn't need to go that hard like you can literally listen to it on spotify i feel like it's great we should just let video game awards be the video game awards and yeah creamies can be that's true that's true too their thing mm-hmm. anyway, video game that's... award the video game awards just get bigger yeah, I mean the video game awards are barely an award show these days either. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. That's kind of it for gaming news. <laughs> All right, we'll get into the movies then. Um. I also haven't seen any movies. I didn't watch any movies this oh week. Oh my gosh! None of us did. We're all failures. Let's talk about the news. fail. Yeah, we'll get to the news. Let's just talk about the. We news. got a lot of news. We spent a lot of time talking about video games anyway, so this kind of. We did. Over. We did. So, speaking of failure, I'm just kidding. We don't know. Whoa. <laughs> that's like oh goodness well now you gotta go into that. oh i was like well there's actually two of them that you could segue through well i was gonna all do three the other of them was... could work whatever I, mean, <laughs> I guess everyone will have to hear and, and judge for themselves so we're very uh-huh. first thing i was going to talk about because i think it's the smallest um news piece here is that uh, Colin Trevorrow, who is the director for uh, Jurassic World and Jurassic World Dominion, uh, I think that's what it's called, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is working the with movie. the writer for House of the Dragon to make an Atlantis movie, which Ooh. may put off a red flag or two if you've been following along with uh, Disney remakes. However, I just want to specify this is not specifically a Disney Atlantis remake yeah, or anything. Not even this owned by Disney. An- this is just mm-hmm. an Atlantis movie in general. A movie about the city. Fant- fantastical city of Atlantis. <clears throat> that could be anything. I mean, Atlantis has showed up in so many different medias at this mm-hmm. already. I mean, there was a SpongeBob movie that was in Atlantis. I don't know if anyone SpongeBob Scorpantis Atlantis or something. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember what it was called, but it was something like that. Um, I don't remember. I actually think, think it was good, but anyway. Um, and then there's even, like, Aquaman and stuff with Atlantis, and I don't know, there's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of different interpretations of it. Chalo Khan they... in a... Yeah, so it's funny, because in Marvel, it, in the comics, it's actually just another Atlantis, but they changed the name in, like, in the movie. Which I didn't even oh. catch. I didn't know that. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about Namor. No more. Yeah, they they changed a lot about about Namor. I really like for the better. Him, but anyway, yeah, um, I just oh, looked because I had kind of forgotten. Um, so history lesson. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a debate on whether or not Atlantis is a real city or not. Um, it was described to be a city around 360 BCE uh, by Plato. Uh, well, but it could just be a story. It's probably Plato. just a story, and you know what? Mm-hmm. I prefer that. I prefer that over a, again, for example, Disney Atlantis remake because I'm tired of remakes. It could be like a disaster flick, stories. but like about a flood in like Greek. Days that sounds terrible. That's probably what it's going to be. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hope not. You know, I think it's going it to be a disaster be movie. I, for whatever reason, <laughs> I don't know why I think this, but I'm really imagining um, Valerian. Which is a terrible movie. Oh yes. Oh my gosh! Wait. In Atlantis. That... Yeah. Valerian oh, was a movie I, really I had really high movie. hopes for because it looked gorgeous. Is that the one with Eddie Redmayne? Is he in it? Is that the one with? Is that the one with? I almost said Laura Del Rey. It's not Laura Del Rey. 
Uh, here, is I'll that look it up. Valerian cast. Is that the one with... What's her Dane face? Dane Dehan and Cara Della Delavane. That's Cara what Delavane? I meant when I said Laura Del Rey. Definitely not <laughs> a person, but for some reason. Okay, yeah. Um, and Ethan Hawke in it. Awful. And Rihanna. I wouldn't know. Maybe oh, wow. I've got it mixed up with Mars ascending or Mars something. something. Oh, something, yeah, something. Jupiter ascending. Jupiter ascending. That's how I got mixed up with. They're both bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, Malacunas. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I got I got them mixed up, but that's okay. <laughs> They're both uh, had really high hopes and really good commercials, yeah. and then were terrible movies. So you might say they you might you might say they sunk. <laughs> uh, they advice to oh, everyone who's hearing the name Valerian over and over: you don't need to watch that movie. Yeah, I didn't even finish the movie. My brother hit me up and was like, "Hey, like, I'm online. You want to play some video games?" I say, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, please. <laughs> I invited a friend with <laughs> me, me, and he got up at the credits, and he said, "The only reason I didn't leave is because you're my friend." And he goes, "Oh, I just wasted three hours or two hours of my time." <laughs> said, oh, oh no. It was real well, awkward. He was so upset. <laughs> hopefully, this Atlanta I'd be like, not that. Oh, yeah. That's what I imagine. Is Valerian just being a really CGI pretty <laughs> movie without? Yeah, especially with like director of uh, of uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. House of the Dragon hey. is really good though. So. Yeah, and so if they're taking the writer from that. Jurassic World Dominion is really not. Let's see. I haven't seen him. Anyway, that's our almost <laughs> news. I would say for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk. We'll talk about DC. Let's talk about DC. Okay. Let's talk about yeah. it. Let's talk about James Gunn and his plans for the future of DC and the DC universe with the movies and the TV and the keeping video games peacemaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do we have full reboot, guys? We're not going to keep anything. Oh, but I'm going to keep my thing. It's, it's I don't know. It's not a full and reboot. Shazam. And yeah. Chase Momo is going to be Aquaman and Lobo, possibly. They're... I don't know. That is weird. I just, I personally am so tired of universes. And again, they literally already tried to do the universe thing. Uh Mm Uh-huh. It didn't go super well. And I know James Gunn is like really smart and everything. And he makes a lot of good movies. But I don't know if this is going to be good enough. You might say that James Gunn is loaded. He's loaded with ideas. Yeah, and I just again the whole like oh well the movies and the TV shows are all connected was like a cool thing that worked a bit for Marvel I think with COVID I think that made a little bit of sense where it's like you're already stuck at home and Disney Plus was new and that like you know they're like mm-hmm. oh like you can put Marvel shows on there and I don't think necessarily think it was even a good idea to like really have like I thought there was gonna be less connection between the shows and movies but I think about like. Kang in the upcoming Ant-Man movie, it's like, you're not going to know who he was. COVID really messed up the, like, release order for all that stuff. That is Mm -hmm. a good point, but I still think Mm -hmm. that there should have been more separation, and the fact that DC is going to be like, well, we're just going to do, like, the same thing. I'm like... I think there was. I mean, I I believe that there was more separation planned. Like, it wasn't supposed to be that quick. Mm -hmm. You might be right. They just couldn't couldn't release everything when they wanted to. I think what's going to be really weird for me with this i really like marvel universe i've always said that mm-hmm. um the last phase was weak and i just i, I get that um yep. I, the fact that it's not all connected makes me not care and that's fine i guess but i just don't think everything's gonna pass so what i'm gathering from this mm-hmm. first chapter is that um 
I, I read a thing that said it's more like Star Wars, right? So you don't need to watch The Mandalorian to understand the Star Wars movies, but it's an added, like, in thing. And so, like, we're going to get into these, but Creature Commando animated show. We're not going to watch that. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it'll be good, but I have so much other TV to watch. Uh, yes. And if it's not directly connected to the universe stuff, then I don't really care. Right. Um, I and mean, I, I think because he's... of that, a yeah. lot of people have that mindset. And this whole thing. I think he's just saying, hey, if a character shows up in something else, then it's still going to be the same person who does the voice. Yeah. Like, put the video games, the same actor. I'm not playing a video game to keep up. It's not happening. That's too much. So, that worries me even more because, like, those licensed games from back in the day, like, I was saying this before the podcast, they could maybe afford to get, like, the lead actor or somebody. You know, and or maybe two, you know, maybe a supporting actor to actually do that. But that sounds very ambitious for... And get their likeness and then don't use the same voice. Like, don't use the actors. I'm sure you yeah. still have to pay. I'm sure that's expensive to get their likeness even. But I mean, there are actors that specialize in doing likenesses, you know, in video games like that. So yeah, just that's one of them. I think with me is like, you have voice mm-hmm. actors that in video games that do way better than a, an act, live action actor is going to be. Mm-hmm. Trying to voice something. But anyways, like it was um, always so weird hearing Tobey Maguire or like Robert Downey in like one of the like video games. I'm just yeah. like, this is weird. So I'll let you go through the announcements. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm okay. so disinterested. I'm so mad about the Peacemaker thing. Like, if you're gonna reboot yeah. this thing, reboot it. Uh huh. Yeah, I also am quite disinterested. So they're basically doing something similar. It looks like they're trying to come up with a phased plan, just like how Marvel mm-hmm. like phases, but they're calling them chapters. So we have. The first part is going to be chapter one, Gods and Monsters, which I'm like, oh, it's kind of... Which is a comic least, line in a movie. At mm-hmm. least that's at least... I kind of like that at least they're naming it, right? Yeah. That, uh, kind they're of trying to name it like a it. like a phase. Yeah, whereas phase is with Marvel. Yeah. Oh, phase one, phase two, phase three, and you... Well, now they have... Marvel has the Infinity Saga and now the Multiverse Saga, apparently. You're so. right. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right. But that's what I mean, though, is I think that's better yeah. than just nothing. But I yeah. also still don't care. <laughs> to be clear, I still don't care. So um, I think it's going to be... It's going to get kicked off with The Flash. Um, that says that's set to release June 16th. That resets everything, I think. And then Superman will be their mm-hmm. first project. Something. Yes. <laughs> Superman Legacy. Um, it's going to yes. come out in 2025. Yeah. So... Also, I read somewhere that basically like specified as far as um oh my gosh how did i forget his name other superman why am i forgetting his name henry cavill my gosh henry cavill how he wasn't fired he just wasn't hired okay which they didn't have any contracts so you know they didn't break that's true it is fair it's fine i bet he will sign contracts from here on out Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. yes he will so there's Superman Legacy. There's Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, which, okay. Um, and then there's is that gonna be a show or t? Um, it's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be a movie. We have the Brave and the Bold. Oh, that's the um, yeah. So the Batman Boys. and Robin thing. Yeah, yeah, Batman and Robin, which I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, Pattinson. I don't think it is. It is no, no, no. It's yeah. so, so the other stuff is considered Elseworld. Okay. And they'll have like a that's logo. actually good for me. For Elseworlds yep. and kind of keep everything separate yep. on those. Um, so they can keep yeah. making movies that are outside of this. But, universe. um, Raven the Bold is going to. I prefer that actually. Yeah. 
Brave and the Bold is going to feature Damian Wayne too, which is the yes. first time we've ever had any live action Damian stuff. I'll be okay with this if it's like, I, I hope it's inspired by God of War. In a way. Ooh, like, I don't want this to good. be. Because Brave and the Bold, whenever I hear Brave and the Bold, I think of that campy cartoon that they made. The cartoon? Yeah. Give me more <laughs> yeah. father child dynamics. We got Mandalorian. We got. Yeah, I was going to say, so you're going to get. Are you going to get Pedro Pascal We're to be. Pedro Pascal to be Batman, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't, um, don't, tell, don't say that too loud. <laughs> yeah, he is HBO. They've, they've got a hold of him. <laughs> I do think it won't be that exact type of um, no. trope. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because their relationship's a little toxic. It is their not. Yes, is not it is their not a good relationship. Very organic, like you know, like his, those things. His mother people, is. Yeah, he is like a little murderous. Listed. Yeah, yep. like, and all those, it's very organic because none of those are actually their biological child. They basically were yeah. adopted yeah. In, in in a sense, and then that really, really nice organic relationship forms, and that's why we mm-hmm. like. Except for God of War, that is actually a sign. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but and so but you see that nice relationship form. I feel like Damian yep. and Batman will not have, or maybe they will yeah. in, a, in a different way. I think it'll be different. There could I be some interesting be com- commentary there, like Damian, like I said, is a murder assassin. How does yeah. Batman go? Okay, we could be real dark well, and terrible. Well, even but killing's uh, crossing the line, and Damian. Being like, well, even it's literally even Kratos, even Kratos and Atreus. Atreus is like, "Hey, we're gods. We can do whatever we want." And Kratos is like, yeah, "No, like, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Like we're not yeah, supposed." Yeah. yeah. Which so, be better? Uh, the analogy is there. Yep. I, it'll be. It'll be. I hope it's dark. Brave and the Bull doesn't sound dark. It makes me think of a stupid animated. Show. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's gonna be an animated show. Uh, Creature Commandos. I think we already mentioned that. And then Green Lantern Paradise Show would be Lost. cool. Yeah, Green, um, Green Lantern would be cool. About Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, Paradise Lost is a Themyscira themed like. Yeah, movie. he called it a Game of Thrones esque. That I'm kind of excited about. I was like, that could be. That has potential. Yeah, because sure. I don't need it to be like it doesn't need it to be a DC thing. I just think that that world is cool and that'll be. That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's mostly. That's not literally all of it, but I think that's that's probably enough. I'm because pumped for damn. whatever. Blue Beetle. I'm pumped for Swamp Thing. I am still excited for Blue Beetle. I think it's the one I like, kind of care about even a little oh, bit, he, just because Blue Beetle is definitely the, the one for him. Um, and Blue Beetles just we haven't really seen him much. It's not in live action, so that's yeah, cool. never in live action. Um, yeah. And of course, I'm excited for the Batman too, but already that's different than this dc universe so um yeah so that's dc things and unless anyone else has any other thoughts i will move on to our last news no Uh, i just wish it was a full reboot i feel like it's a little scummy it's wishy-washy right now but i'm i'm optimistic like i'm willing to see like what they got a james gunn directed superman seems interesting i just don't know if it seems interesting enough Mm-hmm. I just don't know how I feel like his magic is going to run out at some point. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm a hater. Maybe I'm not <laughs> a believer in James Gunn. I should specify. Um, But I just think that magic is going to run out at some point. I don't know. It'll have to be different. Be you wrong. can't just make Superman the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, that humor is not going to work no. for no. Mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. See? Exactly. So, I don't know. And again, maybe he's really gonna surprise us all and make some really really freaking good movies that will be it'll be the new marvel who knows 
I said this off yeah, podcast I, too. Yeah. I would have instead of a shared world. I know it wouldn't have been as much money for them, but I do kind of wish that they would have just made three Justice League movies, and then like a Young Justice movie, and called it good. Mm. So you have like three movies, and in the last Justice League movie, they introduce the Young Justice, and then you have a Young Justice movie, and then you're like, all right, we're dead. Sure. Sounds like what Marvel may do eventually. Yeah. That just. <laughs> Like, I don't need a whole shared universe just to uh, mm-hmm. make the movies where all those actors are playing their roles. And You you, you really just want movies. Justice League War, but in live action. Huh? Yeah. Batman. The Batman was a good movie. That's why I was successful. <laughs> then I don't have to invest in movie. anything. You don't have to connect mm-hmm. to it everything. Stop taking my time. I... Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So, let's talk about AMC. And let's yeah. talk about how they're they're almost pulling a Netflix. Do need to mention because yeah. we talked about Netflix, I think, last week. They actually walked back their statement on the whole Potter thing. Everyone mm-hmm. um, they blew it up and talked about how much they hated it, um, justifiably so. And they finally walked it back and realized, oh, well, haha, just kidding. Yeah. So, They're like, hey, it was just a test or like something yeah. like that. Like... I feel like a similar thing might happen with AMC. So AMC has announced that they are considering. Um, or are going to implement some ticket price change that's based on seating. So the best seats will be mo- more expensive. Um, and the seats probably on the end or like way in the front or way in the back or wherever, like all, kind of all on the edge. Those are probably going to be cheaper. Whereas the ones in the middle, the one where you actually get the best viewing, will be more expensive. And that's so dumb. very silly. To yep. Me. Bad silly. idea. It is a bad idea. Um, for a lot of I... reasons. Mm-hmm. I could see if the theaters were full and you're like, we need to figure out a way to scale this and mm-hmm. we don't have any more room. We don't want to like literally expand the building for more seats. So the logical thing to do would be to raise the prices. Yeah. And this would be a good way to raise those prices without like losing people that can't afford to go still. Mm-hmm. But the theaters aren't full. Like I go to the theater and I sit in the middle and there's like six other couples that are sitting on the middle rows yeah. above and below me. And then no one else is there. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems dumb. I don't think yeah. it, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that there is still a little bit of the COVID effect in play, where sure, there's far less of risk of going out with COVID, especially if you're vaccinated and people around you are vaccinated, um, than there was, especially during the height of the pandemic in the last couple of years. However, I already know there's there's just tons of people who just don't go back to theaters. They never really went back yep. to theaters. They got used to just watching from home, renting from home. If, um, yeah, because if you have a family, twenty bucks to buy a movie at home, like with a theater at home thing on like Voodoo or something. Yeah, you're already saving money because you're not having to spend another forty dollars on sex. For sure, you're spending your your mm. don't have to spend it all on an individual ticket. You don't have to spend yeah. it on snacks. You just have snacks there. You don't have to worry about transportation. Twenty dollars so could... gets yeah. a whole movie for everybody to watch in the living room. Yep. Exactly. So, I think this is a little bit of a silly move on their part because, again, like you're saying, theaters just aren't still like they're more popular than they have been in the last couple of years, but they're still not nearly as popular as they mm-hmm. were before COVID. And honestly, I don't think it's ever going to go back to that. Um, I'd be yeah. very surprised if it did. So I think this is pretty stupid. I also, they had some sort of argument AMC did about how it's like, oh, well, it's kind of like uh, concert venues. They'll like 
have you pay more for the venue for certain venues to which i say that's stupid because you're paying for what the venue offers mm-hmm. which is usually like location and um amenities <laughs> i'd and see i could see amc and, and for them i'm like listen all the theaters have yeah popcorn all the theaters have snacks and all the theaters have yeah. seats and you may think your seats are so much nicer than the other ones but i don't know I, I think what they should do instead of this is do like different types of theaters like they could have like a lower budget like smaller theater or whatever which mm-hmm. you know probably ticket prices are a little less ex- you know like less expensive then do your mid-tier movie theater kind of thing then you have like a higher tier one that's more like an alamo draft house or something where it's like an experience you know like then your experience i think that's a what... sense I think that's what they, yeah, should do is different experiences instead of this. Like, yeah, I think that's what... I remember, like, big cities, I'm sure they still have them, but, like, the old dollar theaters. Yeah, well, I mean, like, my theater here is, like, my local small little theater. It's not as expensive as going into town. Like, I'm barely paying... Most tickets these days, you're paying, what, 10 to 13 bucks, maybe? But I'm barely paying, like, 7 to $9 just to go to mine by my house. And that's it's just... Okay. yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's not like I think if that if they're gonna do something like that, that's what they should do. There's yeah. a dollar theater in Omaha, Nebraska. I go to a mm. lot. I don't know. If, I think it was literally called the Dollar Theater, but I can't remember. Yeah, but and it was then a they buck. do like the and then it was movies that were th- just like out of theater yeah. at that point. Yes, or like a you know like small theaters like mine do like a five dollar Tuesday and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. yeah. AMC always trying to do. Stop trying to innovate. Mm. I know. Mm-hmm. And again, I just, I don't think it's going to pan out for them. Yeah. I think it's really easy to just find a different theater to go to. Because the thing yeah, with concert venues two in my is town. that one of them's not AMC. usually you don't really get a choice with concert venues. If you really, really want to see mm-hmm. a certain band or a certain artist and concert, they get to choose that venue. And you do yeah. have to like go out of your way. And, you know, obviously some people choose the venue even over the art. So like, oh, I really love this venue. I'm going to see what artists are performing there but that's just yep. not the same with theaters there's enough theaters and there there's multiple viewings of each movie every day so it's mm-hmm. really not comparable in my opinion yeah and it's, bring it's silly pass. i'm already annoyed with how expensive tickets they're are. trying i know <laughs> yeah huh. uh anyway we'll see if they walk it back though i kind of I don't really. I'm not gonna bet any money or anything, but low key, I'm wondering because a lot of people are talking about this. I do. Wonder yeah, they might. Uh, they well, they might. They might. Re- they might reel it in. They might reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We will get into uh, the TV shows we've been watching. Then I believe I've only watched The Last of Us this week. Nice. And it was good. It was a really good episode. Yeah, I really like this last of a show. I'm kind of sad we're almost halfway over already. Yeah, um, there's still I there's still parts of it like I think with this last episode, where I'm like, okay, do we really need a reason for some things? You know, like. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was a real amazing episode. Like. Yeah, I good. think it's. I mean, you can't really say much now. <laughs> in context to the scenes that we played in the video game. Right. Uh, I like at the end of. Ever, at the end of every episode they mention like mm-hmm. they kind of give like why they're deviating in ways and like their thought process on stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know they wanted to give certain what what in a game is just an obstacle 
yeah. give it like a real reason to be True. there and not just be a game mechanic. I, I guess I'm also, I think, I mean, it's not really spoilers to say, but I'm like, do we need to give raiders a really, do we need to give raiders a reason to go raiding? <laughs> is where I'm at. Like, you know, like, I'm just like, they can just be really scummy people. Like, you don't have to be sympathetic for everybody in the world. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's just, but I, I mean, like I, I, push, and I think, yeah. Shelly, did you, were you the one that said that you were tired of sympathetic villains? Yeah. Uh, that, I am. <laughs> It was a thing that I don't remember the right wording. I'm going to paraphrase, but it was basically that uh, sympathetic villains aren't uh, aren't made so that you feel bad for them or so that you give excuse to them. And that's not supposed to it's not supposed to be relatable in that way. It's to remind yeah. you uh, that you're only a few circumstances away yourself mm-hmm. from yeah. becoming something. Evil. And I was like, that's a really mm. like interesting yeah. way to look at that and that's a it good is. point you only really need so many bad days to become a villain and that really yep. i think that i think that makes a good villain and, i'm and tired of that like yeah i don't know marvel villains I'm just <laughs> yeah afraid, but, i'm just hating on marvel today mm, i'm sorry you that, shouldn't that be sympathizing does, with them you should be yeah. fear i that, think it's supposed to create fear of yeah wow, I, could, I think that's i could become that point. yep that does yeah, I relate that, to that does bring a new that. that's terrifying yeah that does bring a new perspective to like what I'm talking about in particular. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah. Cause it just takes one thing for somebody to just make a left turn somewhere. Like, yeah. so like, I, I get don't think it. bad guys like, recently have been bad enough to where really it would freak us out. Yeah. Bad guys have gotten kind of soft. Yeah. But I'm just like, you don't need, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not trying, I'm trying not to say too much, but I'm just like, you can just have bad guys for Joel to shoot at still. Like it's fine. <laughs> I, I I'm on the flip side of that. I think it's really cool to have, uh, I mean, it is like in hindsight. Like, I don't think like what they did, what they're trying to do, is bad. It's just like uh, you don't need to try so hard. I feel like like Joel has a line, and he's like, "Like, why, why would they do this?" And he's like, "Because they're humans." And that was the whole yep. premise of Walking Dead too: was the monsters weren't the zombies. The, the monsters, monsters weren't the people. Walking Dead. Yeah, the <laughs> monsters were the people. Yeah. Yep. Just, anyways. Anyway, loving that show. I think yep. it's really, really great. Um, and the deviations so far have been interesting. I don't know. I just it is. creating it is. context still, around yeah. a show, a video game that I, I remember them talking about Metroid Prime. They wanted to make a movie out of that, and they mm-hmm. asked what Samus. They asked Nintendo what Samus does in her free time, and Nintendo said, "I don't want to answer that." And they're like, "Well, we can't make a movie." Yeah. And so that's kind of what this is doing is what's happening yeah. between point A and point B of these mm-hmm. shots. And then they have like literally shot for shot of the video game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am liking how they're, they're starting to get, they're starting to develop Joel and Ellie more too now, mm-hmm. which is really good. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. We're finally, we're finally getting into this stuff. I think that's uh, all I've watched for real. I think I'm behind cool. on Vox Machina. So the shows that I should be watching are Vox Machina, Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now. I'll get caught up. LJ, have you watched anything else? Yes, I did finish all of um, that show, The Bear. Um, that oh, yeah. um, that's that's on F- it's on FX and Hulu. It is. It's so good. Uh, it's and there's only one season. I think season two is in the works for some point in the next few months, like maybe spring or something. But The Bear won like 
bunch of golden globes and stuff like that like there's actors that have literally like i think they're getting more work because of like that show um it's just one of those shows like you just you you know like you you see these people like just living life and trying to do things and it's like you just want you just want them to get a win you know like that's like the whole time the show is going and um it's really deep really um well written um it's funny it's got you know a, a bit of adult humor um but it's it's good um it's it's i think it's really worth it um uh, i'm excited for what season two is going to be uh the finale episode like the last episode was just it was so good um everything leading up to it like yeah uh, it's just a really well-written show that i highly recommend um and it definitely captures what i feel like i've not worked in a kitchen Again, but I feel like I feel like this show really somehow makes you feel like what it kind of shows you what it really feels like to like just watching them work. And it's like, yep, I that it, it seems like chaos all the time. That's probably what a kitchen really feels like, you know. Like, so yeah, it's good though. I, I highly recommend it. That's all I gotta say. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the TV news then. Uh, got a few things. Wasn't a lot going on in the news world right now. I think the biggest thing um, is Star Wars Visions. Season 2 is released yeah. in May. Yeah. Let's go. It's not just anime this time. It is animated. But we've got Cartoon Saloon, mm-hmm. Punk Robot, OMR Studio. Some of these are... And they're all from different countries. Um, yeah. Ardman, which I know, Shelly, you're pretty excited about. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh I, I can't imagine Star he Wars. Can be made Palpatine. By... <laughs> Finally, Wallace is Palpatine. Oh my gosh. I oh. that'll be interesting. Wallace and Gromit styles Star Wars. I'm very um, excited about that. Triggerfish, and that sounds really familiar to me. I don't know why. There are some no oh, oh, yeah. like there's... trigger. Yeah. Might be. Studio Trigger was in the previous. Um, I'm trying to see if there's somewhere we can look uh, and kind of see what some of these studios. Um, I can't pronounce that. It's in French, I believe. La. Let's see. Catch it. So, um, one of the studios. 88. Um, and El Giri Studi- Studios. Studio Mir did uh, the Boondocks, I think it looks like. Um, oh. Let's see. Uh, there's like a bunch of, yeah. There's articles out there that kind of tell you what these studios have done, and it's. I'm a little bit like I was like, oh, like it's not gonna be a whole another season of anime, but I'm also still really excited. Like, yeah. I was just like, give me more of season one, but also I'm like, this deviation is a good one. This to me, it seems like a slow progression into being Love, Death, and Robots with Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need hyper realistic CGI. I feel like that's what a lot of people think when they think of other death and robots. Yeah. But just really cool indie-esque like animations that are Star Wars instead of like that, that's the premise. I think it's cool. Yeah. Instead of being about love, death, and robots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I haven't finished Vision season one yet, but this makes me want to watch it. I know it's not a cohesive story. They're all ep- different episodes. Right, right. Sounds so cool. Yeah, it makes me interested in seeing if they do another season, like what that theme will be. 
Because mm-hmm. you got anime mm-hmm. the first time. Now we got international studios. Mm-hmm. I think it'll just and keep then... growing. You know, just get more and more studios. More and everything, into, yeah. Like, like hyper-realistic CGI's and stuff, too. I really think it's going to turn into Left Death and Robots, but Star Wars. And I'm okay with not it. As mature. I'm down. Yeah. Just totally fine with me. Uh, oh, I remember another show that I watched. I started watching Alone. I watched two episodes. That's Did really you watch random, it Alone? Alone. It's on Netflix. It's a reality show where they uh, basically they're given four cameras or five cameras. I can't remember. And then they go camping for two months with like 10 items and they have to survive. And then they have to, <clears throat> they can't do it. They tap out. They do survive for the two months and they make money. And Two uh, months? Dang. It's pretty intense like they were building cabins and stuff and it's really interesting it's like minecraft but real life yeah basically <laughs> like people chopping down trees to make cabins when you said building yeah i mean literally I wanna watch like somebody, somebody punch himself, like a cabin and yeah. i want to watch somebody punch a tree down not to give too much away but because he spent all his time <laughs> building cab a cabin which burns calories and didn't oh. spend any time finding food uh he basically didn't eat for five days and had to, had to dang couldn't find anything. Oh. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, uh, that thirst meter just went, uh, yeah. down. <laughs> that, that hunger meter. It's, it's cool. <laughs> I, it, it makes me want to go just like do that for a month, but in a place isn't full of bears and I would want to bring food. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool. And not in the middle of winter. The show is definitely supposed to be. I happy. see what you mean though. Just like, Trying to, you know, just like living out in the wilderness for like... Yeah, I, there was a point in high school, so my high school that I went to in Denver, they did, they called it the wilderness trip, and you would go backpacking for a week. And one of those days backpacking, you were completely by yourself. And then they have called Boundary Waters, where you actually canoe uh, the Boundary Waters of Canada. Hmm. And during that, you find an island, like a small island and you stay on that island by yourself for a week oh um and i always i never got to do that and if i would have i think i would have done it i really wanted to spend a month up in the denver or in the colorado mountains rockies that's hard that's that's hardcore yeah i think it would have been really really cool because uh one of my favorite experiences was spending that day by myself in the woods um no one else around and just it was i don't know you just chilled Enjoy nature, yeah. Yeah. Had ramen noodles all the time. Because <laughs> they're light, cool. easy to pack. And the pan's easy to clean. But it was it was fun. Um, so long. I'm kind of living vicariously through them right now. Anyways, <laughs> back into the TV news. We have One Piece, which is releasing later this year. First day, Marvel Visions is May 4th. So. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, of course. It's oh, on May fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. Cool. Uh, One Piece doesn't have a date yet, but it'll be later this year. The poster looks like One Piece, so that's surprising. I'm looking forward Good to that time. because I've been I've been yeah. hearing positive things, like <laughs> as far as like the making of. I'm not sold yet. I haven't seen any. We we definitely got to see some stuff. Yeah, Netflix anime is not the best i've been seeing little featurettes they've been posting on like twitter about like building the sets and stuff like that and that stuff looks cool i'm like awesome you can they look, look like at, they really but... love what they're doing so that's exciting right right it definitely looks like it's made with some kind of love and appreciation yeah for sure. Know? like so i hope i hope it turns out to be good 
And then also on Netflix, we have the 90s show got renewed for season two. Um, yeah. Again, I don't think anyone's going to care about that unless they watch the 70s show. If you didn't enjoy the right. 70s show, the show does not hold up by itself. Mm-hmm. But Ashton Kutcher wants to go for 10 seasons. Jeez. So. Dang. Uh, we'll see. I don't I mean, see that happening. Is that, is that what that 70s show was? Or it was a lot of seasons, but I don't know if it was 10. I It definitely didn't run for 10. May have rained for seven or eight, but I, I either way I, I can see where he's going with that. Meaning, as in, like a lot of people like grew up with those actors, you know, mm-hmm. and watched that show, kind of a thing. So but, it's like you'll get to see these new actors grow, and you know, hopefully, you know. And they started at the age fifteen. Leia, the actress that plays Leia, is fifteen in real life. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're so very. Yeah. You get five years. Um be like a full-grown adult at that point um mm-hmm. so the show can kind of grow up with people because right now it feels very kiddish and disney-esque yep. yep so that could be cool we'll see yeah it'll be more like boy meets world i feel like than 70s yeah if that happens yep because you get to see those actors grow you know like grow up yeah. grow up and stuff like that too yep be cool so that's the news that's the podcast uh, again level up event may 3rd Fourth. It's gonna be awesome. Uh LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. And Shelly. You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. Or you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. And on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Grace on Wednesdays at five o'clock Pacific time. Yeah. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Goodbye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. <laughs>